What is up, guys? My name is Malik Benoon, and this is the first of many The Coach Malik Show. Today, I am here with my fellow friend, Anthony Giusti. Anthony, introduce yourself, buddy. Hey, what's going on? Uh, real excited for the show. I've been, I feel like it's been a long time in the making. Long time in the making. This has been uh, a process at the least, at the least, but I am glad it's starting. So, what we are discussing today on the first Coach Malik show is three questions I got asked this week. Um, I posted on my social media to ask me questions about the show, and I have gotten <clears throat> the first one were rest times. How often should I rest uh, during my workouts? And so, me and Juicy are going to break that question down for you guys. All right? So, Juicy. Yeah. Juicy, how long would you say you rest during your workouts? Well, um, I feel like it depends because it depends on what kind of what kind of training you're doing. True. Right now, um, when I'm when I'm in the gym, I'm usually focused on maintenance. Yeah. And uh, and keeping a high level of play for Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So rest time. Rest time so, is something I feel out. So this is in season. This is this is all in season. So, in season uh, rest time since. It's all about performance on Saturdays. Is just is just feeling it out. Like I said, maintenance. But the real bulk of the real bulk of workouts that are happening that are going towards the season or in the off season. And I okay. feel like that's what's worth that's what's worth talking about at okay. this point. When your training per, when your training program is at its highest intensity. When you're training four, five, six times a week. When your volume of your workouts are high. Preseason. Right. Just you go ahead with your rest times on that. So well, rest times for me—it's never—it's uh, never a set number. Okay. It's something you need to feel out in your workout. Towards the beginning, you're fresh. You need to—you need to break your sweat fast and get your blood moving fast in the beginning of your workout to pick it up. So whatever that may be, just as long as you're heating up, you're sweating. You know, as the workout progresses and you need to keep your workout going and sustain that level of intensity. Maybe you change up your rest times, but it's all about feeling where your mind is, how how your body's reacting to your workouts, and all that stuff. So, what I guess what I'm trying to say is, it's all about feeling and keeping keeping your uh, keeping your heat going, and just making sure that you're working the whole duration of the workout. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, during your workouts and going through your set. During your rest time, as you're feeling your body out, what would you say is the average time that you rest in between in between sets? It's tough. A real tough set, maybe like a, a set of ten by ten squats. Okay. I could be taking a I can be taking a minute or two a in between. Two. Okay. Just to regroup uh-huh. and uh, and get my mind right for the next set. Now something that's a little less labor intensive, like a specific muscle group, not a power movement, or something that's not really based on technique. Like an isolation exercise or something? Sure, sure, yeah. Bicep curls. Bicep. Something everyone can relate to. Curls for the girls. That's right, yeah. <laughs> bicep curls. Curls. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be want you're gonna be want to take Hold four. on, let me I'm gonna tell a story very quick. I'm gonna tell oh, a story. God. This is going on a tangent right here. Oh Jesus. I had a friend football and oh. we were, after a game, we were on J V football high school. we after the game, we were all getting ready. Uh and our locker room, because we were away, our locker room was in the weight room. And so our SJV kids, we ran to the locker room to get changed so we go back out and watch the varsity game. Yeah. As we were getting changed in the weight room they put us in, oh, God. my friend picks up this 
this dumbbell yeah. that the weights can go on and off. Yeah. And he curls it. And as he's curling, he goes, curls for the girls, as loud as he can. <laughs> this 25-pound plate drops on his toe. No. And he breaks his toe. No way. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing because it wasn't funny, but... Uh, In retrospect. Every time I hear curls for the girls, that's the story I think yeah. of. Is how my friend busted his toe <laughs> saying curls for the girls in the gym. That's right. But, I mean... <laughs> that was a tangent. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Rest times. Rest times. Preseason... Okay, in between yeah. sets. In, yeah, in between sets, you're gonna. I now mean, let's go to the rough ones. Let's go heavy weight. You're lifting heavy, heavy weight, and you're going. You know, let's say sets of five to eight, five to eight. So pa- five, power. Yeah. Okay. What, yeah. what would your rest times be then? Oh man, preseason five to eight, like on a squat, like yeah. a deadlift or something like that. Beginning of the workout when you're fresh, your your rest time is gonna is gonna be between you know a minute or two, like I said. As the workout move goes on, and you need to and you need to keep pushing that weight for the whole set and not die down. You need to keep elevating the weight. You need to keep working and gaining. Your your rest is going to depend on your state of mind. So you need to sit down and you need to regroup and get back into the mode where you can approach that bar and have another good performance under the bar. So whatever that whatever that rest time may be, to where you haven't lost your intensity, but you feel like you're rejuvenated enough to go out and get it again is what you're going to aim for. That's going to be different for everyone else. I can't put a set time on it because it's di- it's different day to day. Yeah. Sometimes you walk in, maybe you know, maybe you're coming off a big day the day prior and yeah. you need to get after it again. Maybe you're coming off a weekend and you're just itching to go back at it, you know? Yeah. There's so many factors that go into it. So many factors. So you're saying state of mind is a big is a big factor as well. State huge, of mind. Huge, huge, huge. And that, and the state of mind is something that's being trained as as you're training your body. Yeah. So now actually I, this is something I find very very interesting. We're gonna add some value onto this podcast right now because I I think this stuff's pretty deep. Yeah. Now let's talk about because I, I have a big passion about this as well. The whole mind over matter thing in, in the gym, especially. Uh, describe to me your your thoughts on the state of mind and how that can increase your performance by you know a hundred percent, two hundred percent, even up to five hundred percent. Well, state of mind I think is synonymous to intensity and effort, mm-hmm. right? I absolutely. mean that's Ab- what absolutely. At the end of the day, everyone's talking about state of mind so they can bring intensity and they can bring and they can bring their A game effort, right? So. Back to the just back to the rest times. A way to a way to, to to increase that is to be consciously thinking about your rest times because some people you know because people it's human nature after you're done with something to just want to just want to chill out for a sec. You want to chill, you know. You want to just get back. You want to get you want to get to a place where your body's comfortable again, and it's bad for athletic performance to let yourself get there. But it's also bad. In, in terms of training your mind. Because as you push your body, you're pushing your mind as well. It's an uncomfortable place for the two for those two, body and mind. So as as you as you're you know, as you're decreasing your rest times and you're getting after it under the bar, you're in turn training your mind to be ready for that and to be used to that and it's no longer a zone where you can't perform under. You know, and I, I know. and you, and it's a place where you can ex- exhibit maximum effort and great intensity, and go back and do it again. Yeah, and that's just a part of the the mind body performance 
that this all is going to link back to. Yeah. That's the that's the that's the whole goal is mind body performance is learning how to 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 perform with your mind and your body yeah. and use the two to really just get the most out of workouts and perform for whatever it may be. So there you go, dude. I this guy. I the reason I like to listen to Juicy about talking about the state of mind. This guy knows how to get into the state of mind that I have seen very few people get into. Whether it be on the football field, in the weight room, it is ridiculous how how focused this guy gets when when the time comes comes to get get pushing. You know, when 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 the time's needed, Juicy is at his peak performance, and it's always because he's always in the right state of mind. A big a big factor in in the in the state of mind, yeah, is the atmosphere that you train your mind in. Uh, yes, and the circles you associate with when when you're training your body and your mind. Yeah. So let, before he goes on to this, I'm going to we're we're continuing on this on the state of mind, okay? Um, how to how to be in the peak performance of state of mind when you train? How to know when you're out of it? All all this different kind of stuff. This is huge, not only in in, in your training life and your in your physical life, but your mental, your emotional, all of it. So what you see is about to describe is. Your your influencers, your your people you spend your most time around, uh, your coworkers, your uh, your friends that you hang out with after work, your your family maybe, uh, every person that you speak with every day, the people that you hang out with every day, the um, is what he's about to describe, and I, I can't describe to you how important this really is. Um, so this will be a good topic to kind of get into. So yeah, for sure. You know, as you know, as far as you know, as just as just success. Yeah. Talk about some. I think something that they will love to hear is something that you experienced. You know, for for what you have in mind for your vision, for uh-huh. your goal, what you had to sacrifice with your your circle of influence. Uh, with my circle of influence, well, the main goal is always is always maintaining an atmosphere that allows you to succeed. A winning atmosphere. Yes. Yes. Atmospheres. Are for me, it's a lot. It's very social. Mm-hmm. An atmosphere is very social. You know, physical atmosphere. I mean, you you perform better. You know, as when as far as I go, I perform better. You know, when I'm neat, when my mind's together. Sure. Yeah. More than that, it's the people. It's and people don't and people don't come to you. You know, you yeah. don't find people. You got to go out and sometimes find them and yeah. find the right people. You don't stumble upon people with great mindsets. Who have similar goals and high intensity? Yep, that's something you got to go out and find. Mm-hmm. It's something I I found in Novato, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you you have to go out and chase that. Mm-hmm. And really, and you really work hard to maintain and grow that atmosphere. It's a lot of work. Absolutely, it's not something that's just that's just there and it's, and it's stale. It's stagnant. It's always it's always shifting. People are are leaving your life, coming out of your life. Yep. you know it's learning how to deal. To deal with that, sometimes there's people you're not going to see, you're not going to see for months, you know, maybe not even a year, and there were huge parts of your life. I know I've, I've only been out of high school for two years now, so I can say I've been training, I've been training really hard out of high school for two years, and you know, to try to achieve my goal. And in those two years, there's been a ton of people that have come in and out of my life as far as that have helped me with. In like the circle of, of performance, you yeah. know, that's no, the, yeah, that's that's a different circle. Yeah, you know, and learning how learning how to 
to manage people people going. They have success and they leave. A lot of a lot of people's goals is is to leave to somewhere bigger. Yeah. You know, go and do different things. Keep growing. Keep in all about growth. All about growth. Keep growing and learning how to deal with grow them biceps. That's right. <laughs> Curling for the girls, man. <laughs> It's it's all about it's all about you know it's all about learning how to manage those relationships absolutely and be able to stay on track and then find new relationships yeah. and it's just a constant cycle. So what he's saying, guys, is that if you're trying to perform at your best and you, and you're not, if you're realizing that you're not performing at your utmost peak and you feel like you have more potential inside of you to to get better, then then try to have a look around to see who you spend the most time with. Are they bringing you down? Are they are they putting negative thoughts in your mind? Are they putting your ideas down? Um, are they not listening to you or not respecting your time? You got to figure out who you're spending the most time around and see if they're if they're in that performance circle like, like Juicy was just talking about. Are they in that circle that is increasing your performance, or are they in that circle that different circle that's decreasing your your performance? They're in one of two circles. They're either going to help you. They're gonna they're gonna inflate you and fill you with energy or they're going to deflate you and they're going to decrease your um, your performance and productivity probably and sidetrack you sidetrack you and they're going to bring you down um, those are those are typically the the two circles and what he's saying is that you can't just say oh well I just have these friends and I I, I can't do anything about it uh, it takes work you know um, I've noticed definitely in in my time luckily the people that I have um, been you know brought up by are are people that I'm still with because they bring me huge amounts of value in my life because they don't only teach me uh, intellectual information but their their emotional intelligence is extremely uh, valuable to valuable to me and that's why I think that you know my EQ is a lot higher than my IQ uh, let's just say it at that yeah. um, you know what I mean well going off that Malik I mean I feel like I feel like your situation is interesting. For me, I, well, not interesting, but it's completely different than it's mine. Different, yeah. Right now, I'm a student. Yeah. Right now, you got you've got tons of different paths going in your life. I mean, yeah. you're starting you're starting a new business. You're you're branching out. You're doing all sorts of things. You're really getting up up off the ground and continuing to train. So I'm curious, how do you you know approach your circles and find success in the in the business realm and in and keeping your fitness going? So for me, I have, um, I have, I think multiple um, goal sets. I have my obviously my business goals, but I also have my personal goals. I have my relationship goals, and I have my my family goals. Um, you know, I want each of those circles to be connected in a way, but also disconnected in some way. And um, I don't know why. It's just who I am and what I want. So what I do is I figure out, okay. In this circle, let's just say it's my business circle. These are the people that I'm going to talk to about business. Um, you know, I, so my I have my my personal circle, which might include my the people I talk to about workouts, the people I talk to about just stuff that are passionate me about that I'm a, that I'm passionate about other than business. Um, you know, things like that 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 just personally are uh, appealing to me. I'll talk to them differently than how I talk to my business people because. They have different understandings of each part of me, right. if, if that makes any sense. No, it makes sense. So in sense. business, I might talk to somebody who really knows numbers or really knows how to grow businesses or really, who know, really knows marketing, yeah. you know? Uh -huh. And I'm going to talk to them as if, you know, I have my owner hat on and I'm, you know, I'm Malik Benoon, Mind Body Performance, 
and uh, you know, this is my business and this is how it's going to go, mm-hmm. or whoever I'm talking to, I'll have a different language with them than I would with my training buddies, yeah. you know, because they might, you know, just be, you know, really valuable to me in that sense to where they're the only ones that could pump me up to go train. Yeah. But if I talk business about them, they're either not understanding me, so it's hard to communicate. Right. So I just don't talk business with them, but I love them as training partners. How is it managing those circles? I mean, not managing as manipulating, but yeah. like I, I feel like what you're saying is you're you're you have two completely different circles. I mean, not not exclusive. Exactly. But they're, they're all connected in ways, but disconnected in other ways. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have any like rough overlap? You know? I wouldn't say rough. I would say actually good because some of my, you know, people that are in my training circle are in the business as well, so I can talk mm-hmm. both of them. Or some of my yeah. people in my business circle also like fitness, so I'll you know talk both of them about that. But what I find interesting is that it's not hard just because I don't have twenty people in each circle. Yeah. You know, so I might have a, a full circle of influence of twenty people, fifty people. You know. Yeah. But I those circles are also independently a little bit smaller yeah so i would say my influence of people yeah is the same amount as if you know the same as you but the way i divide not divide but the way i i categorize or my conversations with each of them are different that's something i i relate to too you know my circles are are um uh, are pretty tight yeah i feel like that 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 plays a lot into into focus you that's know? a laser focus. Yeah. Absolutely. When when you, when you start when you start getting when you start getting involved with with um you know like and just not putting as much time as you could yeah. into certain things and certain and nurturing certain relationships and really just pinpointing your priorities mm-hmm. that's where things get lost. I, I couldn't agree more. And that uh, that could also apply to training. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So let's do that. Let's apply it to training right now. Mm-hmm, okay. Okay. So, um, so circles of whatever. I mean, I mean. Actually, I don't know how we were gonna connect. It was kind of already connected to fitness. No. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> totally. Like you know. Well, like you know, when you like perfect example. I actually believe John Anderson does this. But when you're going, if you're gonna have like a high intense day and you know you need to do cardio. Don't be scheduling a workout with your with your bodybuilding buddy because you know he's not going to do cardio. He's just going to want to lift weights, do some curls for the girls. Yeah. And, you know, so go with your buddy that likes to do cardio or likes to do high-intense workouts. So it's kind of like making it a niche there too or kind of even making it more laser-focused. And it's like, okay, uh, this is my cardio day. I got to go with Nancy or I got to go with Joe because they don't have to push myself. Or, or I got to go by myself. That's I need right. to do this on my own because – the people that I do work out with aren't about this. Mm-hmm, totally. Today's my cardio day. Or you find more success, you know, with different people. Yep. Or on your own. Exactly. That's all part of gauging self awareness. Self awareness, and that's something that that uh, mind body performance is really is it can really tie can really tie into. Absolutely. Performance is you know when training the body. I mean, one of the things that you're training with the mind. I've been talking about self awareness. Yes. That goes into into the rest scheme. Okay, it's all like absolutely, oh, yep. absolutely self awareness. Yep, just knowing where knowing where you're getting work done. Yep, and where you're losing when you're losing work, and sometimes you have to sacrifice one over the other yep. in order to make something else better. Yeah, but it's all about the priority mm-hmm. and what you want to get done. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes sometimes I you know you go in you really want to get something done, but the day the day goes a certain way. 
and you start you start getting something else going, and you're finding success, and you got to stick with it. You know? Yeah, I do. I do know. It's all self awareness. Self awareness, guys. Self awareness is is one of my biggest things that I preach because self awareness gives you the 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 self confidence uh, that you need to succeed in life or to to grow in life. When you're self aware, you know what you can and can't do. Uh, you know your strengths. You know your weaknesses. And when you know your strengths and you know your weaknesses down to the T, and you really know yourself, then you can work on your weaknesses and make your your strengths even stronger. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, you know, you don't have to always be chasing the strengths because you don't know they're your strengths and your weaknesses are getting worse. When you know what you're good at, what you're not, you can leverage uh, your life like that, and mm-hmm. you could you could leverage your strengths and you could work on your weaknesses. But you yeah. can leverage your life. Uh, the more you're self-aware. Totally, um, totally. And I think self-awareness is huge. So what I want to do next, because we went on a tangent, but I thought that was one of the most important things that we needed to speak about, was how the mind and the state of mind is such an important role. Yeah. And not only the performance in training, but the performance in all aspects of your life. So many factors. So that, many factors. That, like training affects, affects life. your life Absolutely. and your life. Affects your training. It's going to affect your training. Dude, it's all part of the circle. It's all part of your so circle. We're, we're talking so many circles here. Right and it's something you we're have to... are going to be so confused. It's something you have to nurture. Geography. Oh, my God. It's turned into, it's turned into a geometry. Yeah, lesson. geometry. When I say geography. It's okay. We're, it's just a bunch of meatheads. What I said, hey, my EQ is a lot higher than my IQ. Hey, if there's anything you're going to take away from Malcolm News podcast, it's his my, EQ. His EQ is a lot higher than his IQ. That's right. great. One thing I noticed that, that my dad's my dad's told me, you know, ever since I started, my dad was the kind of the one who introduced me yeah. into into lifting and you know because Your dad's a firefighter, right? My dad's a firefighter. He so he started me and one of the things he's always told me was you don't need to go to the gym and work out four hours a day. You know? You get in there, you get your work done, and then you can leave. Earlier we were talking about, you know, like like times and intervals and rep ranges. And that's not something that you're sitting all day in the gym to just get to get a good workout. That all it all should just almost happen within an hour or two, at the most. At the two hours most. Two nice. hours most. Nice. I mean, maybe if you're cooling down. Yeah, exactly. And you you and start it up and a warm up and you're cooling down. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's including in the warm up. When we say an hour, hour and a half, thirty minutes, we're including warm up. Cool down, all of it. Yeah. Um, it's not just, and, and I'll have another podcast where I, we talk about warm ups. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started on that now. Oh, but, oh lord. Oh, lordy. <laughs> but we're including the warm up, the workout, and the cool down um, in, in this time. So for you, we're not working out. Yeah. You know, repping it out, heavy reps for two hours. It's including it's the warm up. It's a, dude. It's it's an intense workout oh. to sustain that for forty five minutes. Yeah. That's all you need. And if you're saying that, oh, like what are these guys talking about? I train for three hours a day, four hours a day, and I'm seeing great results. One, you're just a beginner, and your body's going to make results no matter what. Two, you talk a lot during your workouts with a buddy. (laughs) Because I used to be at the gym, I swear to God, for three hours at least. Like it was a minimum. And I would get into the gym, go into the locker room. Make my protein shake with my friends. Chat it up. Chat it up. Maybe take a, a long or a pre-workout shake. Sorry. A, a pre-workout shake. Chat it up. Don't get me started on the pre-workout stories. Oh, jeez. The pre-workouts. <laughs> that's something that's just bad. 
And then you go work out, and each set takes three people to get around. You know, the workout just takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, in that case, obviously, your volume isn't that high. You're just resting a lot, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you could definitely see results in that program, especially if you're uh, a beginner or an intermediate. Maybe not too much if you're an advanced lifter. But, you know, you shouldn't be, if you're trying to have an efficient workout, again, perform your best during your day, your workout shouldn't be longer than 45 uh, okay, they they can be longer than forty five, but they shouldn't be longer than an hour and a half, two yeah. hours. Yeah, and and the time and the time you save, the time you save, having efficient workouts can go towards something that may that may enhance your workout, but is not that intense. Something at home, stretching, stretching, meal prep. Meal, oh my god, meal prep, Another day podcast. prep, day prep. Day prep, oh, it's huge. It's huge. Absolutely. Preparation is huge. That's another podcast. An, right? an hour extra We're of just prep. just coming up with our podcast. Or an right? hour extra of rest is is huge. And that's mm-hmm. something people should weigh in to their times and their set ranges. Yep. Just be as efficient as possible so you can make strides and gains on just your day yep. and improving your life and maybe even improving your workouts. Yeah. You know? So that's huge. Um, so we're going to probably wrap it up here. But before we wrap it up, um, please give us a review on iTunes. It will really help the show out. And also, if you liked anything that you heard here, you can get a lot more on our social media sites um, at Malik Benoon and then also Juicy. You want to give him your huddle? Sure. Yeah. Go on. Go on my Twitter. Um, my Twitter handle is Juice on the Loose. Uh, check me out. Check out my huddle. I'd really appreciate it. You know. It was great talking to you today, Malik. It really was. Juicy, I appreciate you coming and speaking, brother. Malik, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on.